0: Well, that's weird. All right, <laughs> nice. Media. media, as consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel wanna know, and they wanna know now. This is Obscurity now. Now, 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 now. And what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Obscurity Now podcast slash YouTube show. I've Don't normally say that at the beginning, but there it is. Yeah, even
1: you looked uh, (laughs) confused and apprehensive by the words coming out of your mouth. Are you doing okay, Steve? The people
0: who only listen don't know that I look confused. Uh, But uh, yes, the show where we take a look at weird and almost forgotten pieces of media, and then we decide if it should be remembered for all of human history or tossed into the black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again. Uh, My name is Steve, and I am one of the hosts. And with me, he's the crew to my quest store it's oh uh it's hell and i am
1: not apprehensive <laughs> or confused about that and who i am
0: well you... i'm good that means you did your research and we're gonna have a great show
1: uh-oh, what we, we, we're supposed to do research. <laughs> well, was there something we had to watch to,
0: this week? Or? Uh, yeah, Dino, uh, something uh, <laughs> kidding, didn't... Dino Rider. Yeah. But... Oh, there we go. Yep. Uh, so as, as there you are, ladies. dino month continues
1: to roar its way through obscurity now.
0: Ooh, well said. I'm getting chills from that. Uh, hmm. Yeah, which, uh, I mean, yep, you hell said it best. Uh, this month is all about uh, dinosaurs, aside from the Tick Mother's Day special, which was all about Mother's Day. Uh, but yeah, for the rest of the month, you're going to get your dino fix here, whether you want it or not. Yeah, uh, so Yeah,
1: you dino whores are going to love
0: this month. <laughs> dino whores? <laughs> Do you meet those when you're hanging out at the castle, like, late on a Saturday night?
1: Yeah, yeah, on uh Scale night, but I, like, I was gonna say reptilian night, but I'm like, wait, they're not reptiles, are they? Uh,
0: dinosaurs. they're just dinosaurs. I don't know, uh, they're just dinosaurs. There, yeah. I mean, as you can uh, see, the
1: education system at work here. As you can see, uh, Steve and I dedicated a whole month to dinosaurs. He has a comic book about dinosaurs, yet our knowledge of dinosaurs, real-life knowledge, may, may be a little bit questionable.
0: I am so glad you uh, mentioned the comic book because, again, that is also part of the reason why we are talking about dinosaurs all month. Because my comic book, uh, Escape to Earth, which uh, very prominently features dinosaurs, has been available on uh, Kickstarter since uh, May 1st, and it'll be ending uh, May 31st. So, if you're into comics, or if you just want to support uh, Reptilian Media, or just just new ideas and new IP, because my God, I mean, how many more Batman movies are we gonna have to endure? Am I right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't even watch the the new one. I, I saw the the runtime, <laughs>
1: and that was uh, enough. I said, well, this one is not for me. Right.
0: It's <laughs> it's pretty good, actually. Um, if you, ooh, and that that reminds me. I mean, I probably shouldn't shift gears, but I just I have to know. Did you watch the pentambrane yet?
1: No, no, I I, I did not. all right, all right.
0: Well, I guess we'll have to save that for next week then. So uh, switching back, yep, Escape to Earth, issue number one on Kickstarter. Uh, I would say we're about 35% to our goal. And uh, so to uh, kick that up a notch, I made yet uh, another promo. If you're a regular listener, you've uh, most likely already heard the uh, cinematic uh, promo, which, of course... uh, Talks about the plot and stuff. Well, I came up uh, with another one uh, from sort of a different uh, point of view, and I'm gonna go ahead and run that bumper now, if, if that's okay with you. You hell is that? Is that... Uh, I I guess so, Steve. Yeah, uh, yeah, you don't
2: have a choice.
0: Get get back to work, you <laughs> Valorian. All right, oh. all right, here we go.
2: Oh, I'm done. I'm so done with mainstream comics. I like think gotta be out of ideas at this point. We what, we got 150 members of the Bat family. Somehow, Wolverine had like nine kids that nobody ever talked about? Just give me comics like they used to be. I I never want to see another mainstream comic again. I just- Tim. Tim, Tim, what are you doing, man? Well, I'm gonna gouge out my eyes so I never have to see crap like this again. You don't have to do that. There's another way. Another way? Here. Try this. Oh. Escape to Earth. I can tell you this much, the cover looks great. The artwork actually looks like it's done by a professional and not some child off of Tumblr. Action packed, robots, dinosaurs, one of my favorite things from the 90s. Attractive people doing action, looks like sci-fi. This is, this is an actual comic book, something I would actually be interested in. Where does something like this come from?
0: It was independently produced by myself and several other creators from all over the globe for the sheer love of making comics and to tell a great story.
2: Now that's diversity I can get behind. The only problem I have is there's only, there's only eight pages of this. I need more, where can I get more?
0: That's just a preview copy. The finished copy will be 32 pages long and is currently being crowdfunded on Kickstarter and is available in digital and print. Kickstarter, you say? So wait, I could help make this book possible? Absolutely, and you won't have to wait long. Estimated delivery date, August.
2: August? I don't know, I don't think I can wait that long. I need it now!
0: Well, Tim, I... Contribute now to the Escape to Earth Kickstarter and reserve your copy today. But hurry, the campaign ends May 31st, 2022.
2: Act now. now. Hurry before I do it.
0: All right. Yep, you heard the man. Contribute now before he gouges out his own eyes. True story. True story. <laughs> it's actually more of a documentary than a, than a commercial, really. Uh, yes, yes. And uh, by the way, that was uh, Tim Mathis. I edit his uh, toy videos on um, Tim's geek stuff and comedy uh, youtube channel there'll be a link in the description along with the kickstarter so uh thanks for uh sitting through that <laughs> i assume you did all right so on with the show but one more piece of uh, information and that is uh you did you know that we are tiktok stars we're huge on tiktok
1: yeah yeah uh we are now uh like young people on (laughs) to on the on the
0: top well that's the amazing thing about it i was like uh all right so i've been posting clips of the show uh on there and the engagement uh, has been amazing like i assume if you uh watch this show or listen to it either way that you're probably around are around our ages and you don't like new things and new ideas. <laughs> like yeah. crazy contraptions like ticks and talks. And I mean, really, that's how I felt about TikTok. I mean, my wife loves it. She uh, almost uh, ruins every show that we try to sit down and watch every night by sitting there scrolling away on her TikTok. <laughs> it's just a joke. I, I know she's listening. Um, but. Um, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> But uh, but then I was like, uh, I don't know, part of the the whole Kickstarter thing for the comic, I was like, well, why don't I just start posting just something on TikTok like once a day just to try to tell people about not not only this show, but about the comic as well. And I started and the engagement has been uh, pretty amazing, actually. Um, I don't know if it's just because TikTok is so new. But uh, it definitely beats the YouTube algorithm. I'll give you that. Um, you know, <laughs> YouTube these days, I feel like uh, YouTube is like, we don't take kindly to new subscribers around here. So, Steve, the crazy thing is that I I, I just got TikTok like myself. I was very resistant to like download the app. I didn't and even look, know you like, were like, on oh. it. Like I was subscribe. I was uh, so when I saw you starting to like him. I was like, oh, I better start tagging him in these things.
1: Dude, I had maybe had the TikTok app for, like, a week at that point. Oh, nice. Um, but uh, the funny thing is... Uh, maybe two weeks, but I, I digress. Either way, uh, I started just getting the your, your talks. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> uh, your videos just started coming up in my feed, mm-hmm. actually. I didn't even, like, ser- search you out first. Oh, it's because TikTok
0: uh, knows that we're friends, probably. <laughs> yeah, like, it's so fucking weird. Yeah, that is weird, <laughs> but... But I'm really desperate to, I mean, by desperate, I mean, I I really want to fund the comics. So I was like, well, if the people are on TikTok, then uh, that's where old Steve is going to go.
1: I've actually been enjoying you. You haven't, you you know, you've been posting stuff from the show and clips, which has kind of been fun for me to watch too, Mm -hmm. just because, like, you know, you've been posting stuff from like episodes we did. You know, we're like, this is the 51st episode, right? So, Uh, yep, around that. And uh, so there's a lot of them now, and there's like some I completely forgot about. So it's been fun to kind of revisit those. But also, it sounds like I'm just like kissing up to you, but I've really been enjoying like your comic book uh, creation tips.
0: Oh, thanks. Uh, I barely think that I'm qualified to be even giving those tips. Uh, I mean, I did make a comic. It's just not printed, yet, which is why we're doing the Kickstarter.
1: Yeah, but, but, the, but the thing that you, but the thing, good thing about your tips is like you're not like saying like, hey, this is how you write a good story sure. or this is what you need to do to build a character mm-hmm. per se. You're kind of saying, uh, hey, if you're trying to start a comic and you don't know where to start and you can't draw, you're just a, an idea guy. Hey, here's how you find some people, connect with them and some like real like basic logistics of how to make it work that I think a lot of people would end up spending like w- days or weeks like trying to sort out themselves. Like they can literally watch like – four
0: or five of your like videos
1: and like save themselves weeks of
0: time ah well thanks for mentioning that and yeah i mean that's just when i first started uh you know trying to find info on making a comic there wasn't a whole bunch from like the writer only perspective it's like i think they go from like maybe the writer artist perspective Mm -hmm. uh so so yeah i was just like and again it's also of course just a front to to talk about the book also, which the book is <laughs> talked about heavily in the first couple of episodes, or episodes, the first couple of ticks. Videos. Uh, and then after that, I sort of forget to mention it. Um, but uh, but it's gotten me uh, us, I don't know, it's gotten Reptilian Media a decent amount of followers. And I'll say one last Sweet. thing about uh, TikTok before we move on. Like, so I was trying to figure out how we could also include TikTok into uh, doing our stream. Because there is a way to go live on there. The only thing is, um, after some heavy research, because it took me a while to find the answer, you have to have a thousand followers on TikTok in order to be able to go live. Ah, Uh, so we'll never go live. I see. Well, uh, (laughs) I was just going to say to the obscurity now, uh, diehards and elites that have been supporting us for the entire year... If you if you know if you're like you hell and you just downloaded the app and uh, are just sort of letting it sit on your phone and you're not really using it for anything, you could at least give us a follow and that would help us uh, move to, you know, being able to stream on uh, TikTok because uh, yeah, because as I said, the engagement on there has been great and I can definitely see an uptick in the. Uh, at least on the podcast side or the audio only side of our, um, of our shows. It's, uh, it's been crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I, I didn't want to mention Kenny P Colin, uh, here is in the chat. Thank you for joining. He, uh, in reference to your videos, he said, agree on comics. It's useful to know the problems you hit and how you got through or around them.
0: Awesome. Well, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for stopping by. And, uh, so, all right, now we got all that out of the way. Are you, are you brother? Ready to talk about <laughs> the craziest 80s cartoon. That's no, not really that crazy, but are you ready yeah. to talk about Dino Riders. Yeah, yeah, I, I am prepared uh, to <laughs> thank, discuss this. Thank you. Yeah, you don't need to borrow a pencil or anything?
1: <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I'm prepared, Steve. I'm hungover. Oh, uh, I'm I can't tired, tell. So You've I'm been holding it coffee? together
0: quite well, I have been saying. Well, Steve, I'm what you call a functioning alcoholic. <laughs> oh, I, uh, well, when, I, when we were hanging out, you weren't really functioning all that great. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, all right, man, no, you
1: know what it is? I didn't even drink that much. It just doesn't take much for me to get hung over these days. Yeah. It oh, comes, really. it's so
0: sad. Getting old sucks. All right. Let's talk about yeah. Dino Riders. Right. <laughs> let's do it. Welcome to your feature presentation. All right. Oh, and there we go. And uh, we're here at the Obscuratron. If you're a uh, podcast only listener you're missing out on some awesome dino riders art i mean look just look at that i mean it's pretty awesome right you can't oh i lost you i lost your audio uh hold on sorry sorry oh,
1: I, I was muted because i was typing on my mechanical keyboard mm-hmm. here so uh, <laughs> uh very Ste- loud the my steampunk one yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that, 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 uh, that box art was great. I think I'm a little bit off-centered here on your... Uh, okay, sure.
0: Let me... Uh, it's okay. I, I can center myself. Uh, center, center. There you go. All right. You look good over okay. here. All right. Let me right, lock you in so hopefully you won't slide around like you normally do. Um, yeah. All right. So let's dive into Dino Riders and... Uh, oh, wait. <sighs> That's Dino Saucers. My God, come on. Which we'll be talking about next week. Um, Uh, You're so prepared, Steve. You already have next week's uh,
1: images all ready to go. It's almost as if though we're going to pre-record it. I was
2: about to say, (laughs) I also
0: have my outfit picked out for uh, next week. It's the one I'm wearing right now. Okay, so uh, here we go. So, um, Dino Riders was released as a VHS in 1987, um, and then later premiered on uh, in North America, October 1st, 1988. It lasted one season and was uh, 14 episodes. And the episode we're going to be watching today is uh, the pilot episode, which is uh, very uh, cleverly titled, "The Adventure Begins." Uh, so hell what is your experience slash history with Dino Riders, if any?
1: I don't think I even remember this, to be honest with you. Um, and part of that may be because it came out in 88, mm-hmm. and that's when I was moving to the oh, U.S., Oh, I see. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So that may be a part of it, uh, but I would have been like 7 or 8. Mm-hmm. Um, and since it went straight to VHS at first, like my mom wasn't buying... <laughs> Uh, my mom and dad were not buying me cartoon VHS tapes. Oh, so... They, tape, so
0: uh, well, they were just buying you weight sets and ring gear?
1: Yeah, basically, <laughs> and steroids. Uh, but, yeah, Ken, Kenny P. Collin here in the chat, he... I was actually about to mention this. he wrote that the toys for Dino Riders were crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, that a neighbor had T-Rex, Dinos with lasers and missiles, a winner. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is very clearly, like, to sell toys. Oh, and absolutely, you know, like all of these 80s cartoons, right? They're pretty much all to sell toys. Yes. That's the end game. That's where the money really is. But
0: there is a stark difference between this cartoon and the one we're going to be watching next week.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like this one, you know, right off the bat like this is to sell you toys. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. And in fact, the uh, the one that we watched, the copy we watched on YouTube, it's still it must be like from the Tyco VHS because the commercials are all Tyco toy commercials. And uh,
0: right now on the Obscuratron, <laughs> it has the cover of the VHS and it says, running time, 27 minutes, including Tyco commercials. So if yep, your mom it is 27 minutes, yeah. shelled out her hard-earned cash to buy you a VHS back in 1987 of Dino Riders, you were also force-fed some Tyco commercials. But I have to say, those commercials were badass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they're pretty well done, yeah. so it's kind of like. Yeah. All right. I mean, at right, this I'll allow
0: in twenty twenty two, with you know the nostalgia deep in our bones, I mean, it, it was pretty awesome. But uh, anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and I'll and I'll put a link to the Dino Riders because it is available on YouTube. I'll put a yes. link to it in the chat for anybody that wants to watch it. But uh, yes, yeah, Steve, what's your um, association? Your history? Your tell me about your torrid relationship and love affair or lack thereof with dino riders
0: Uh, well i definitely would say that there is was one uh of course i remember the commercials uh the most but and i think i remember one time waking up early enough to catch this on a saturday morning or it might have even been a weekday and going like oh i didn't know there was a show for this and uh really that and maybe going over to a friend's house and they had the the VHS um, but you know it wasn't like something that I was able to watch on the reg uh, either because it just uh, you know started too early or I just didn't know what channel it came on uh, and I think if I'm not mistaken I think my brother was given the Triceratops like one of the bad Triceratops for like his birthday and mm-hmm. he didn't really have any frame of reference for it so I was like yeah I'm just gonna borrow this for a while and never return it because uh, I remember oh. distinctly one of the act the alien action figures, you know, with the I guess I guess they're all aliens technically, but you know the ones that have like the weird hammerhead with the eyes on the side, from the uh, yeah 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 I remember we had one of those. So that is basically it, and I don't know. Yeah, I will say that it always stuck with me through the years because I mean it's just like a, a stark image to see freaking dinosaurs with lasers and missiles and yeah. armor mounted to their bodies. It's like so awesome. It's a
1: cool idea. Uh, the toys are insane, yeah. as Colin, <laughs> yeah. uh, Kenny, Kenny P. Colin mentioned in the in the YouTube chat here. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's a freaking cool idea, right? Like, I mean, if you're a little kid, you like dinosaurs, you like lasers, you like missiles, because mm-hmm. you know you're violent. You're sure. A child. I mean,
0: we were, and, you know, they were raising us on war back in the eighties. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, I think it's a concept that I'm surprised they just haven't really milked but uh, further but we'll get into that at the end so jumping into the synopsis here which is basically it's the synopsis for the first episode and also the entire series more or less pursued by warmongering beasts like Rulons, peaceful Valarians fly through a wormhole and end up on prehistoric earth Rulons follow and become stuck there as well Valorians tame the dinos and settle in, while the Rulons build a dino army. And uh, yeah, that pretty much uh, sets up everything. And um, we'll go ahead and... This show, unlike uh, many other uh, 80s cartoons, actually has a director. And his name is uh, Stephen Hahn. And he directed a few animated shorts. And only uh, one other animated feature called Star Chaser, The Legend of Oren... And uh, and mostly does like a post production on cartoons such as Ultra Force. Make sure you check out our uh, uh, X Men versus Ultra Force versus Wildcats episode, which feels like ages ago. <laughs> as well as Alvin and the Chipmunks, we got an episode for that too. And uh, and he worked on the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But I have to say. I actually checked out Star Chaser and The Legend of Orin because it's—I uh, mean—it's an animated '80s feature that I just never heard of, and I started watching it last night. It is awesome. Like, we might have to do an episode on that because it's one of those oh, things nice, that nice. no one is talking about. Yeah, I've never heard of it. It's, uh. it's good stuff. Uh, so jumping into the writers here, um, there's a little no-name guy here by the name of Jerry Conway, who was basically pretty much uh, is known as a legend who wrote for Marvel Comics, created a little no-name superhero by the name of The Punisher, <laughs> and he uh, is even credited in devising the death of Gwen Stacy in the Spider-Man comics. So, this guy is no slouch. He also uh, has written for The Punisher TV show, uh, Hercules, The Legendary Journeys, yeah, we just recently did an episode on that, a Law and Order, who cares? Baywatch Nights. He did the Serpent episode. Are you familiar
1: with that one? I don't think I've watched that one. I don't think I've watched that one. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, I could talk about Jerry Conway forever um, because I'm a big fan of The Punisher. But his co-writer here was his then wife, Carla Conway. And uh, she worked on Dinosaurs, which we're going to be talking about next week. Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Conan the Adventurer. And uh, this was obviously produced by uh, Tyco Toys and a little no-name company called Marvel Productions. Um, Is it
1: The Marvel Productions? It is.
0: It's The Marvel. That's probably how they were able to get Jerry, because he was uh, working back then. Right. That that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Want to take us through the cast?
1: Sure. Uh, IMDb has provided us with an extensive cast list of (laughs) three people. Um, Obviously, there's more than that uh although i'm sure some of these guys um did multiple voices but we're just gonna go through the ones that are here i'm gonna start actually with the first with noel north who voices serena Mm -hmm. um she has a bunch of animated stuff uh all all three of these people have a bunch of animated stuff in their uh their repertoire Mm -hmm. um But uh, we're going to then move on to um, the chart. The guy at the top, uh, Charlie Adler. He voiced Hammerhead. I'm sure he voiced other stuff. This guy has a pretty extensive um, resume here. Uh, There was something that I thought was pretty funny. Uh, Looking at my notes for it here. He was in. (laughs) So the the name of this episode is like The Adventure Begins, right? Mm. He was the voice of um, Andy in Ultraman. And the the adventure begins. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what are the chances he did like two things? And that was in nineteen eighty seven. So like, literally like back to back, he did two things with like the adventure begins, uh, in the title. So that's weird. Oh, Kenny in the chat said that. Wow, Baywatch Nights. Love your episode on that. Oh, thanks. yeah, that was one of my favorite. I've actually been watching Baywatch Nights, Kenny. It's on Daily Motion. Uh, quality sucks.
0: The writing, however. Sucks as
1: well, but in a fun way. <laughs> yeah, Baywatch
0: Nights. Oh, yeah. I, look, I definitely plan to watch more, and we're going to revisit it at some point, 100%. Yeah,
1: but uh, Charlie Adler um, also uh, was the voice of Astaz on Star Trek Online. Don't run the bumper just yet, because we're going to move on to Dan uh, Gilz. Oh, my gosh. Gil- Gilvazen. It's not even that <laughs> hard to pronounce. Uh, anyways, he plays the role of Questar, which is kind of like the the main character of the heroes i guess you could leader. say or the leader yeah. uh and they pronounce it quest star like they put like a big emphasis on the right, star right. part of it um dan gilvin uh was uh he's actually done a bunch of like live action stuff uh nypd blue a bunch of stuff i don't think i mentioned it, but charlie adler i should have mentioned i think he's the voice of starscream oh yeah uh, i
0: definitely heard his voice in this 100 percent.
1: yeah yeah he's the voice of starscream in the modern day transformers stuff um, but uh Dan Gilvesen, who we're discussing now, was also in Star Trek Armada uh two, the video game. Nice. However, don't run the <laughs> bumper just yet, Steve. Because even though we only have three people, th- it's <laughs> obviously like somebody on this show loved Star mm-hmm. Trek because they ripped off two things very blatantly. Oh, I from heard Star it. Trek I heard it. So the most obvious one is very early on in the show, uh, one of the opening scenes, one guy says you know they're in a spaceship, and he says, "Oh, I'm giving her all I, all she's got." Oh, which, yeah. you know, famous uh, line from Scotty in the, in the original Star Trek series. Mm-hmm. But also, Steve, the crystals that their bad guys are trying to steal. Mm-hmm. Did you know or notice? that they're basically designed them to look exactly like the dilithium crystals from star Trek to The next generation that powered the warp core. Uh, <laughs> I,
0: did I would well, like to I say noticed. yes, but uh, no, I did not notice that. Well, uh, well, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and that is the
1: end of the star Trek references uh, in Dino. All right, that I
0: here it comes. Ah, oh no, we've just entered another star Trek connection. Uh and if I get to uh, jump in there real quick, I was recently I recently guested on the Cheap Seat Reviews uh, movie review podcast, and they also sort of have like a Star Trek connection kind of thing going on there. Like, and I I just thought it was funny that. I mean, they didn't like rip it off from us or anything, but they just sort of now they're getting a cease and desist. For sure. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I know how precious you are about your Star Trek and the Star Trek connection, so uh, yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah, I want to
1: just gatekeep it all to myself. I don't want any more fans. Yeah,
0: that's what the internet's all about—gatekeeping. Uh, yeah. Any, uh, any, or oh well, of course there is more a notable cast. Please bring him, it- bring him on. We know he's in there. Wait, in this episode? No, no. Wait, no more Star Trek. But I mean, Frank Welker, right? He uh, he wasn't in, he listed in IMDb. What? No way. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. He's not listed.
0: I'm I'm pretty sure I, I believe saw you. him. Like, all right. So
1: who who are the three names that you read? So I'm looking. Well, well. Let, let me let me specify. I was looking at the episode specifically. Oh, okay. But now Frank Welker, it says he's in two episodes. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Well, all right. Uh, His name must so be.
1: So he's like a guest star. I mean, Peter Cullen is in a couple episodes as well. That's another like pretty well known. Yeah, guy. those
0: are the uh, uh, you know Optimus Prime and Megatron from the OG yeah. uh, series. They yeah. they must be mentioned or else you'll be banned from the internet. It's...
1: We, we could probably start doing like a Transformer connections <laughs> thing, but uh, I, I'm afraid that like it would just like it, it would elongate the episode. Sure. First. I
0: mean, I don't think either of us are that big of Transformers fans. I mean, I think they're. I think they're okay, but whatever. I'm, In the 80s, I, I mean, when I was a kid, I loved the sure, cartoon. Sure, same here. But then Michael Bay came and took a dump on him, you know? I mean, that's not the Transformers yeah. fault, but... Uh, yeah. All right, so uh, moving on here. All right, we're going to dive into the episode. And I actually... I mean, all right, so if you're going to watch the uh, the pilot on YouTube, just make sure you get past their weird opening which looks like it's rotoscoped kids like hanging out in a rotoscoped Mm -hmm. museum and they have like the worst i think they got an actual museum tour guide to come in and read like from a science book about erosion and so there's a you know the hip kid in there billy he's bored so he wanders in to the dinosaur bone exhibit at the museum and the dinosaurs just, uh, they sort of come to life. And then, uh, before you know it, we see a Dino Riders logo. Um, and I don't, I, I th- I'm wondering why this was here. And the only thing I could come up with is maybe Tycho is trying to say, hey, look, we got dinosaurs. There's a museum here. This is educational stuff. <laughs> like, what do you think? I
1: Yeah, I I don't know if that's what they're trying to say because, you know, they are putting missiles and lasers on dinosaurs, so I don't know. Well, they're trying to soften (laughs) the blow,
0: you hell. They're trying to soften the blow. They're like, clearly, you know, this is our info or commercial here. You know, we're trying to sell these war dinosaur toys.
1: I legit was like, was this made by PBS when that (laughs) opening started? Because it feels like a – it does feel like some kind of weird educational thing. Um, but then you're like, oh, no, it was made by the uh, greed, uh, the greedy bastards <laughs> of, Tycho. of Tycho. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, make sure you get past that. And then the credits play over just regular dinos doing dino stuff in prehistoric Earth. And then now we're in space. And uh, our heroes, the Valorians, are getting attacked by the Rulons and their ships. I mean, this is almost... Shot for shot, kind of like the opening of Star Wars almost. They're in their little ships mm-hmm. and the rulons have like an entire armada. Uh the lead guy, uh Questor, um says the only way to escape is by using the space-time energy projector. And uh just uh, can you describe Questor's haircut to the listening audience? <laughs> um it's it's like is blonde, uh, I mean, <laughs> it's racist, almost. Aryan. It's <laughs> it's yeah,
1: it's it's kind of slicked back, but also up. Like, I don't know how this hair would work in real life. It's
0: a life. bob, basically. It's a bob, it's almost uh, it's very um, similar to He Man's, I'd say, but yeah, not as kind of yeah, um, but worse somehow. I don't know why, but it is worse, but uh, yeah. It's a ridiculous haircut and, and not in a good way, in sort of a lame cheesy 80s way, if you think that way is good. okay. So uh, moving on, a Turret, a red-headed engineer type, says they may not have the power to make it. And then, as Yehel said earlier, he goes, I'm giving it all she's got. Uh, and then we get an interior shot of the Rulan ship. We see Lord uh, Krulos, who basically looks like a frog. Um, yeah, and then he's laughing, and then he says to engage the tractor beam, and they latch on to the, uh, to Questor's ship, or the Valorian ship, however you want to look at it. Uh, Questor's ship sort of breaks away, but then they also go through a wormhole, which, um, I guess the idea is that because they were engaged in the tractor beam, uh, both ships got sucked into the, uh, the wormhole that they made, and, uh, they are now in a prehistoric earth and so the vlorians crash land uh first and i guess they don't show it but the um the rulons their ship it crash lands in like the darkest like area of prehistoric earth um so they step out onto earth and uh, for some reason there's a blind grandpa uh, which I will say that also in um because we were talking about the directors uh Steve Hahn and how he directed uh that uh that feature I was talking about there's a blind kid in there too so I just was like there's a was there a trend of having like blind animated characters in like uh in cartoons back then I I, I don't know I, I don't get it either yeah. uh maybe you know
1: obviously they're just trying to ride that sweet sweet Geordi LaForge train
0: <laughs> but he, uh, wasn't from, even, he wasn't even around then this is 1980 yeah oh. yeah I,
1: yeah, Star Trek TNG premiered in 1987.
0: Oh, really? Wow. I thought it was later than that. Well, shows what I know.
1: It ended in 94, though, so maybe that's why it feels like. I see.
0: All right, so they then see some dinosaurs, and Questor uses, they all have these amulets around their neck, and he just uses it to telepathically um, speak to a brontosaurus. And then, um, basically, the scene ends with uh, him going, "Valorians, welcome to Earth, our new home." Now, the question here is, and of course, this is—we could poke holes in the logic all day, but it's like, how does he know it's called Earth if this is prehistoric Earth? Like, couldn't they just make up their own name for it?
1: Yeah, I was—I I, I guess they were educated about Earth for some reason. <laughs> and like, uh, there's a lot. There's a few things that i questioned uh and, well it should be <laughs> as was uh, but this. you
0: know we're just having fun with it and like how did they uh, all the dinosaurs have their proper dinosaur name at least in cadillacs yep. versus dinosaurs you know from two episodes ago they had their own sort of slang names for all the dinosaurs and stuff like that but right, here right. old questor comes out and goes oh look ho there's a brontosaurus and a triceratops oh uh, but, uh, you know, you know, maybe, maybe it kind of goes back to what you were saying where they were
1: trying to like have some semblance of this is educational, you know, where we're educating your, your grubby little children on, uh, the, uh, names of dinosaurs. Oh, I'm sure it's um, exactly
0: that. Cause I mean, I remember... For some reason, dinosaur education was a big deal in like from yeah,
1: dinosaurs were like huge in the in the eighties mm-hmm. and nineties. I suspect they were huge in prehistoric times too. Oh Whoa.
0: man, oh. I wish I had a rimshot oh, SFX uh, someday. Someday. Yeah. Now, however,
1: then there's like other. I don't know if they're supposed to be dinosaurs too, but the uh, like like what are the uh, the bad guys called? Valorians? Is that no, what they're called? The good called? guys are
0: Valorians. Um, bad guys are rulons.
1: Rulon's okay. So they have characters that are like, like Rasp, for example. He's like, has like the head of a serpent mm-hmm. for
2: some reason.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Hammerhead, which I think you had mentioned earlier, the guy's got like a head, like a like a hammerhead. Right. And there's like Antor, you know, he's got like a head like an ant. But are they supposed to also be dinosaurs? Oh, no, like, no, I
0: mean, I just think they're from their weird, like bad planet. Alien. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. They're the, they, they, I, and they
1: just happen to resemble earth uh lizards yeah yeah insects and lizards and yeah stuff. And, stuff. and lizards yeah and reptiles right, and right. Like it's okay. it's really Wait, you know what it is I, i'm getting i'm getting mixed up with dino uh <laughs> a little
0: bit <laughs> yeah they're similar but there's a big difference uh but yeah the Basically, nah. Dino Riders is just a big metaphor for xenophobia. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not really, but okay. So the Rulons also crash landed on Earth. As I said, uh, they exit their ship and immediately they just they go, "Oh, look, there's some dinosaurs!" and start firing on them. And then Krulos says he has to get to the space-time energy projector so they can return home. And then, but he also says he will build an army of dinos. Now, who in uh, North American animation history does Krulos sound to you? It's more of a comedic cartoon, but uh, and we haven't talked about it yet. But who, what bad guy does he sound like to you? Just, just one guess.
1: Um, man, I feel like I'm gonna mix him up with. Um... I I might be mixing up with somebody from Dino because I saw Dino Raiders uh, yesterday, but then today I saw Dino Mm. Saucer, so it's more my mind. But was he a little bit like Um, Cobra-ish? Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Oh, Doctor Cloud, Okay, okay. I I can hear. It. I can see that. I can totally see that.
0: All right. So then there's a montage of the Rulans arming the dinosaurs to some epic sounding music. Uh, I meant to mention the soundtrack mm-hmm. in the, this is awesome. Like really good. Yeah, stuff. the music's pretty cool. Um, like the opening. It's kind of like uh, like synthie. Oh right? yeah, very um, very synth wave um, which is my jam, as uh, as regular listeners would know. Um, and uh, the opening theme, which we forgot to talk about, uh, wasn't, like, too memorable. Um, but, like, the actual score and nope. soundtrack is great. Uh, yeah. So they put what they call a brain box on all the dinos' heads. And it basically allows them to control all the dinosaurs. And uh, on the other side, the Valorians... Th- they being the bad guys. Yes. The Rulons. Uh, the Rulons, right, the Rulons yeah, they put these brain boxes on them. So, and, But I guess the Rulons, they... Uh, as I said, they talk to them telepathically. They talk to the dinosaurs. Do you think they're like telling the, they're controlling them hypnotically, or is it more like an agreement? They're like, hey, I'm a Valorian. I'm very friendly. Will you do what I say? Like, is it just the same thing? Yeah. Or, I, Right. Like, because
1: like, like they're using it to con. To the good guys, the Valorians, to communicate with the dinosaurs, they use like these like amulets that they mm-hmm. have, and they touch them, and it lets them like communicate telepathically. But sometimes it also seems like they use it to like give them commands. So, are they controlling them? Like you said, like right. I, I mean, really who's the bad guy
2: here? Who's the real bad
1: guy? <laughs> I mean, I'll, maybe the Rulons are trying to like stop these like telepaths that have
0: run amok. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, these Aryan telepaths <laughs> from the future. <laughs> Whoa. We should uh, do a whole new remake from the uh, Rulons point of view.
1: Oh my God. Aryan telepaths from the future. Sounds like a terrible, like sci-fi yeah, a trauma
0: movie right there. Your favorite studio. Yeah. yeah. yeah we'll just, we'll get the, uh, <laughs> the production team from surf Nazis must die. Your favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Um, oh, I was going to say something, but I forgot. All right. Anyway. Um, so, oh, I was going to say that, I don't know if I could play to defend, I guess, Jerry Conway. I mean, I'll give him credit for trying to make it seem different. Maybe it's like, I don't know if you've ever read any Aquaman comics, but the way he describes his ability to talk to fish is, uh, he reasons with them. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe it's like that. Okay. Uh, so okay, Young Star. All right, now we're back with the Valorians. Uh, young Star, who I is the son of um, Questor. I want to say Brave Star, which is another show we need to talk about someday. Mm-hmm. Young Star and another kid whose name I never got are riding on some raptors uh, just for fun, you know, like you do. Um, they see a T Rex. Uh, Steve, the, I, the the youngest, the young little kid. <laughs> I know what his fucking
1: name is. <laughs> help help it's, me out. It's Lad. It's literally lad. Oh my god. Like like a young lad. But it's spelled, it's spelled L-L-A-H-D.
0: Whoa, Jerry. Hoo-hoo, you old sly devil you.
1: (laughs) And that's a thing with like a lot of these characters. Mm. Like Youngstar is not spelled Y-O-U-N-G. It's just Y-O-U-N-G. Y-U-N-G. So like a lot of the characters' names like are like spelled like with like missing letters. Like there's a guy like I don't think he's in this episode, mm-hmm. but called like Icon, but they spell it with a K. So there's a lot of that going on. There's a guy named Ace, but it's like A Y C E. <laughs>
0: well, they're pulling a, like, a uh, WWE, right? So they could copyright all the names.
1: I think so, because these are like very generic
2: words. Yes, to right? go so can't with very work.
0: generic characters, but more on that later. Right. Uh, so, right. Uh, all right. So Youngstar sends the kid, Lad, sends Lad back to the ship. Uh, Lad tells Questor what's going on. A chase then ensues with the T-Rex and Youngstar. Um, his dino sort of uh, trips on a ledge and uh, Youngstar falls off. And then he's like hanging from that ledge. The t- uh, but he pulls himself up. The T-Rex corners him and Questar and the rest call their dino friends and they rescue him. All, all this was set to great music. Uh, then there's a Tycho Superblocks commercial. <laughs> And something else, Uh, I had to put it in there.
1: This is a very important part of the plot. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. Cut to the Rulons are now basically testing their new armored, uh, laser-mounted dinos and their weapons. Uh, Krulos says that it's, it's not enough. I must have a T-Rex. And I'm just like, wow, what a go-getter. Like he, he knows, yeah, He's, yeah. you know, it's good to have goals, Steve. It's, it's good to have, goals. <laughs> I mean, don't we all want a T-Rex with mounted lasers and missiles? Uh, so sure. The Valorians work in harmony with their dinos to build a wall. Um, Questor sees laser fire off in the distance. Um, and they just, dis- uh, he sends gunner and turret, um, to track the bad guys to their base Um, cut to the base, uh, gunner, gunner is kind of like, if you care, um, he's like your typical sort of, uh, like older, like I've, I've seen a lot of crap. I've seen a lot of shit kind of guy. Like, wouldn't you say, um, Mm -hmm. like a sergeant, a gunnery sergeant, basically. Yeah. 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 Uh, Hence the name. So gunner and turret get the drop on some thugs. Then the rulons see them a firefight ensues and uh, they escape. This re- this whole scene really felt like a uh, filler, kind of. But um, but whatever. It was what it was. So uh, Krulos and company are out hunting for the T-Rex. They find one. <laughs> they trap him with, like, the most basic trap. I, I was expecting a net because, like, that's what everyone used back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But Jerry Conway, he was like, nah, we can't use a net. Everyone's using nets these days. It's like two sticks just sort of, like, come out of yeah. nowhere and, like, trap, like, his huge, thick neck, which I think...
1: Well, it's supposed to be like he's trapped in him, but if you look at it, they're both in front of his neck, so he could just walk backwards. And oh, leave. yeah,
0: it's a stupid, stupid trap. I was like, what? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's not a trap, Steve. It's No, not a trap. no, at least some... <laughs> it's a minor inconvenience. <laughs> it is, especially for a T-Rex. <laughs> so yeah. they put a brain box on him, blah, blah, blah. Krulo says, victory is mine. Uh, Then we get another commercial break, Uh, interior, now we're back on the Valorian ship, Uh, the team looks at a map, I guess, of where the Rulons are, um, and they think that that they're ready for the Rulons. uh, Rulons, Little do they know that they have a freaking T-Rex. The Rulons are spying on the Valorians with their dino army at the ready, um, and then they attack. So the Valorians get their dinos, and a big battle breaks out. Um, one of the Vipers lands on the Valorian ship, and he tells them to fire on the door. Uh, before we, before I get too deep on the details, I'll say like, i say that. Uh, what did you think, like overall, of like uh, the animation um, going on here?
1: Um, I would say, if I was going to describe the animation for the episode as a whole, inconsistent.
0: Oh really? Uh, I, I thought it was pretty yeah. good for the time, at least. Where, I, I,
1: I, yeah, but like sometimes, like it just seemed like <laughs> they were cutting corners on some of these frames mm-hmm. for like uh, some movement and stuff. But you know, it, it, like it, you, you do have to keep in mind that it is an '80s cartoon, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, it's not going to obviously be quite as smooth and fluid, but uh, it was okay. Like it wasn't bad or
0: anything. Well, just... I would say that I, the best animation comes out here in this massive battle we're about to hide have there's just like smooth sweeping pans of like the uh the brontosaurus with like all of his like stuff on just like making sure that the kid like clearly sees like the toy like within the episode so he'll go to his uh parents and be like mommy i want that it's just uh
1: yeah the animation like during the fight was like pretty good uh, yeah and
0: though it might be a little slow they got that kicking soundtrack in the background so even if You feel like, but there's lasers everywhere. So I don't even under, like, you couldn't even, like, I would say that maybe. (laughs)
1: There's more lasers than there were, like, laser weapons. I know. (laughs) It
0: it felt very uh, G.I. Joe cartoon because, you know, Uh just lasers would fly everywhere. And All right. Anyway. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, All right. One of the Vipers lands on the Valorian ship by accident. Uh, The Vipers are, I guess, the names of one of the bad guys from the Rulons. And he yells to one of his comrades to fire on the door of the ship because they're trying to get inside again so they can get the time, space, whatever, MacGuffin, so they can get back home. Uh, so they go inside, and the ship is all dark. And here comes Blind Grandpa. And man, does he kick some roll-on ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just wonder if, like, Jerry Conway was just like, uh, you know, I have a blind grandpa, and I really want to see him in this cartoon, kick some ass. Uh, so basically, he just kicks all of the uh, the Rulons out of the ship, and that's that. And then the battle rages on, Then uh, Krulos once again goes after Youngstar until Questar, who knows where he was at this time, he enters the fray. Uh, there's lots of laser blasts, and um, Questar, he rides the Triceratops, which... You'd think he'd have a bigger dinosaur to go up against uh, Kulos and his T-Rex, but maybe it's more about, you know, being a team or whatever. So, yeah, lots of laser blasts everywhere. Questor telepathically communicates with Serena, who is one of the few female members of the Dino Riders. She rides a pterodactyl. She uh, swoops down, picks up Questor, and who says, we got to, you know, we got to get that brain box off that T-Rex. And in a very, I would say, sort of lackluster kind of scene, he just shoots it off, which uh, I was thinking he was going to, you know, jump down on top of the T-Rex head and with all of his muscle, mm-hmm. go, like rip it off like He-Man style. But I guess they had already blown their animation budget at that point. And <laughs> so they just shoot it off. Um, and... Uh, so, yeah, and then, of course, the Rulans retreat, and, you know, why, you know, this is the 80s, so as the good guys, why would you go after them? You know, just just let them go. Right. We'll, uh, we'll live to fight another day. Um, and then, um, at, so, they're, basically, they leave, their uh, Questor and the Valorians are celebrating, and at the very end, he goes, We aren't Valorians anymore. We are... Dino Riders! And I think they all raise up their fists. Yeah, I and, think so uh, too, yeah. Cheesy, but I liked it. I mean, you know, typical for the time, I would say. Yeah. And that is the end of the pilot episode of a Dino Riders. Uh did you have anything to add to any of that?
1: Uh no, no, not really. I think I think you summed it up uh pretty well. Um I I, I will say like at the beginning, and I don't know if this is maybe I just Mystic, because I was watching Dino Riders while doing cardio, but um, like they didn't, I I, I didn't get that the uh Valorians weren't headed like they, they couldn't get back oh, to their own time. I didn't understand, so I was like, why are they just like staying here? Why are they like making a life? Like they're planting crops, right? Like... And
0: if I uh, oh, I think I have an answer to that, but uh it's like yeah, and if they can't go back, why? Are the Rulons like looking for the time space displacement thing so they can go back, you know? But yeah, I think the answer to the question is the Rulons destroyed their planet. I think they mentioned that at one point.
1: Yeah, they had attacked their their home planet. Um, well, I, I ended up reading through um, the Wikipedia mm-hmm. <clears throat> and like some of the descriptions of other episodes. And basically, I don't know why this isn't spelled out, but <laughs> the Valorians are also trying to repair their own ship so that they can get back um
0: ah, but it's never like yeah brought up so um, i guess they're just but, looking for earth's resources to repair their ship more or less
1: i guess but you know one interesting thing though when i was reading through the descriptions of the episodes it seems like this series was um serialized it wasn't episodic like they build off and for those that don't know serialized you know series have like an ongoing story throughout like the seasons or what have you yeah, like exos um, instead of Right, instead of like just a standalone episode that it doesn't matter what order you watch them in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, like uh, like at one point there's like a thread with, with like the commandos um, and there's like an ongoing like storyline where they meet these like other, I guess they're like humans or like Cro-Mags. Um, and like, yeah, so there's like an ongoing storyline, which is cool that they did that. That's not something you typically saw uh, very f- frequently with 80s cartoons.
0: Right, and I would say this actually has a somewhat exo squad feel but way less mature (laughs) way less come
1: on well steve i would say you're out of your
0: mind oh no way (laughs) no no it's very it's similar just the writing is a lot more basic (laughs) and uh come on come on come on a little bit i I don't like what about this this feels like exo squad Uh, just because it's humans versus aliens and uh well Maybe the fact that it's serialized. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe not. Uh, yeah, because they're
1: not even aliens in Exosquad.
0: Right, I know. Um, all right, forget I said that. Strike, strike it you from know, the You record. know
1: what, Steve? Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, you know what? Why don't you just put yourself on mute? I'll take it
0: from here. <laughs> uh, I'll be rendering the verdict for, for Steve. Uh, speaking of that. <laughs> I, I, think we, oh, yeah, I think we're yeah, ready. Yeah, let's dive into that. Uh, okay. <laughs>
2: Question.
0: All right, uh, Valorian Velasquez. Ooh, that has a nice ring to it. Um, do you think Dino Riders should be tossed in the black, the black tar pit of obscurity, never to be heard from again, or should continue to be remembered for all of human history?
1: I say toss it. Uh, what?
0: Oh. Yeah, like I,
1: I thought it was like very cool concept. Uh, the toys are welcome to stick around. In fact, I saw that, like, in 2020. They came out with, like, some new ones. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, it's a cool concept, but I was just, like, bored to death, like, watching this. Like, uh, I thought it was lame, generic, boring, uh, and, and, like, it's so obviously, like, a thing to, like, sell toys that, like, um, yeah, I just didn't really enjoy it. Sounds like you, however, uh, did enjoy it. But hey, you also think this is like Exo Squad, so
0: a little <laughs> bit. I'm just saying a little bit. My goodness, man, can't have any leeway here on obscurity. Now, uh, yes, I think this should be preserved for all of human history. I think it lives in uh, lots of, uh, well, they're adults now, <laughs> lots of man babies' uh, memories as just an, an awesome. Mm-hmm sort of toy line especially but uh compared to what we're about to review i think it's it's pretty solid you're right it is a bit generic because there was little to no character development like everyone was the most basic character they could possibly be right. it's like you've got leader guy and uh look this is his kid but one thing i do appreciate is that there was no like forced comic relief like there was no snarf um like there was it was just primarily all action uh booming soundtrack and dinosaurs with lasers and missiles and i think that's enough to carry it forward uh, i would like i mean in the concepts you know how i am with concepts like if it's good i usually save them and I think the concept is great and deserves a, uh, a remake or a, at least like a feature. I mean, of course, it would be super expensive, but I think there's gold in them there, Dino Riders and, Hills. Y-
1: y- you know what, Steve? I think for the first time in obscurity now, you've changed my mind <gasps> with your impassioned
0: please. I, we can keep it. We can Yay! Keep it. All right. Let's do this dig. In accordance to Obscurity Now, the most important streaming YouTube podcast and all of the internet, you shall be remembered. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. Wow. Well, I feel powerful. I, f- <laughs> I feel like a man? I feel like Lord <laughs> Steve, Krulos himself. You're no longer a man you're a dino rider yeah all right <laughs> well i don't think you can end an episode any better than that uh, unless you have anything to report from uh, your end on wrestling with gaming because i already
1: no no mm. I, I think i'm actually uh, i've been so inspired by your tiktok comic book tutorials i'm gonna just uh, make a comic book yes uh, when i write a comic book uh, i'm gonna call it escape from escape to earth <laughs> uh it's going to be specifically for people who uh don't like you uh and your comparisons to exo squad oh, anyways man. be on the lookout for that uh coming soon uh
0: i would love to read that that sounds hilarious <laughs> yes. um but uh but yeah um of course like subscribe and share check us out on twitter and now uh TikTok, of course and we will s- uh,
1: where, where can they find us at on TikTok?
0: at reptilian media and just like everything else um so, uh, yeah, good question. Uh, and we will see you next Sunday uh, when we discuss uh, Dino Saucers here on uh, Obscurity Now. See you next week. Thank you. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode oh, or hilarious quip. Well. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts, and take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.